What's your name, son? Hunt. Um, what? Who are your people? I don't have people. I'm alone. Um... Solo. Approved. Proceed to transport ID 83 for the Naval Academy at Corita. Good luck, Han Solo. You see, how'd you guys let me beat you on that one? Come on. There's no liars in this game. Just players. The seat taken? Nobody's in the seat that I ain't taken from. So this is, uh, Sabak? Sabak. Sabak. Got it. You played before? Couple times, yeah. Captain Lindo Karazi. Han Solo. Looks like you're uh, having a good day. I'm a lucky guy. Can I ask you a question, Captain Calrissian? Anything, Han? It's Han, but that's okay. I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. He made a fair move. Screaming about it can't help you. I don't have it. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But, sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. It's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. I see your point, sir. This old party will be for nothing if they see us. Julian, I'll take care of this. You stay here. Quietly. There might be more of them out there. Hey. It's me. You're Han Solo. I used to be. Han Solo, the rebellion general? No, the smuggler. Wasn't he a war hero? This is a ship that made the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. 12. 14. Vader's on that ship. Now, don't get jittery, Luke. There are a lot of command ships. <laughs> keep your distance, though, Chewie. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. From now on, you do as I tell you, okay? Look, your worshipfulness, let's get one thing straight. I take orders from just one person, me. So one day you're still alive. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? No reward is worth this. You're a great help to us. You're a natural leader. No, that's not it. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Afraid I was gonna leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed he's a Wookiee. I can arrange that. You can use a good kiss! Well, look at you, a general, huh? <laughs> Someone must have told him about my little maneuver at the Battle of Tenev. Well, don't look at me, pal. I just said you were a fair pilot. I didn't know they were looking for somebody to lead this crazy attack. I'm surprised they didn't ask you to do it. Well, who says they didn't, but I ain't crazy. You're the respectable one, remember? Kid, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful force controlling everything. There's no mystical energy field controls my destiny. It's all a lot of simple tricks and nonsense. A magical power holding together good and evil, the dark side and the light. Crazy thing is, It's true. The Force of the Jedi. Truly, this war 
me. Hey, save your strength. There'll be another time. The princess, you have to take care of her. You hear me? Huh? This is where the fun begins. We'd be honored if you would join us. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter and place your order, because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and Geek. Welcome back to the cafe. This is episode 7. I'm Jeff, and on this week's episode, I'm going to talk about everyone's favorite smuggler, Han Solo. Also, towards the end of the episode, I actually got some voicemail feedback from last week's episode, and I'm going to play that for you towards the end of the episode, and also my podcast shout-outs for this week. Han Solo. I am basically going to give you my top 10 all-time Han Solo moments. Now, these are my top ten, just my opinion. Hey, if you disagree with me, please leave me a voicemail. Click on that link in the show notes and leave me a voicemail. Let me know your top ten Han Solo moments, and I'll play them next week on, on the show. Let's get started here. Number ten, Han versus Lando in Solo A Star Wars Story. And... The moment I'm talking about is both times when he first meets Lando and then again at the end of the movie where he finally beats Lando for the Millennium Falcon. That has to be one of my all-time favorite moments. Just him actually first meeting Lando and the banter that they have going back and forth was amazing to me. So that would be my number 10. My number 9 would be the Kessel Run from Solo A Star Wars Story. We always heard about the Kessel Run in A New Hope. We knew he didn't in less than 12 parsecs. And we were always wondering, what was the Kessel Run? What was this? Was this a race? What was the Kessel Run? And in Solo, we finally found out what the Kessel Run was. And we actually saw it. And I was so happy. So I could not not have the Kessel Run in my top 10 Han Solo moments. Let's move on to number 8. My number eight would be Chewie, We're Home from The Force Awakens. Oh my goodness. When I saw that moment in the trailer, I teared up. I got goosebumps all over my body. Um, doesn't matter how many times I've seen Force Awakens, I still get teary-eyed and goosebumps all over my body when I hear that. Just thinking back how long it's been since Han's been on the Falcon him and Chewie, his best friend, running on the Falcon and um, seeing the Falcon and we're home. It was just a perfect moment and I applaud JJ for that moment and it, it's just one of my favorite Han Solo moments and it's become an iconic line now and an iconic meme, Chewie, we're home, number eight. Number seven, 
Han meets the Beast in Solo, a Star Wars story. When, now I'm going to admit, when this scene came up in, when I was first seeing Solo and they told him, throw him to the Beast, I, not, not once did I think, oh, that's a Wookiee down there. Not once, I don't know why. I guess I was feeling stupid at the time. I just didn't think of it. I, I heard Beast and I was like, oh, what is this? Is this, is this a Rancor? What, what is it? I didn't know. I was, I was on the edge of my seat. And then when we first hear, when he hits the bottom of the pit, and you hear the growl, I was like, oh my god, that is Chewbacca. And then, you know, of course, my wife sitting next to me. She, she knew immediately when they said throw him to the beast. She was like, that has to be Chewbacca down there. I didn't think of it right away. And as a diehard Star Wars fan, I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't automatically say oh my goodness that's Chewbacca but that's that would be number seven Han first meeting his best friend Chewbacca number six um number six would be Han rescuing Luke on Hoth in the Empire Strikes Back um just him showing how one how brave he was and two how loyal he had become to Luke no one else wanted to even attempt to go out on a Tauntaun to find him. Uh, it's too cold, we can't risk it. But Han, you know, that's my friend out there. And he went out alone. No one decided to go with him. Han was showing his bravery and, like I said, his loyalty towards Luke and how much their friendship meant to him at that, that time. He goes out in his own to rescue Luke. And, of course, saves Luke's life by slicing open his dead Tauntaun and shoving Luke in there to keep him warm while he built a shelter. So number six would have to be Han rescuing Luke on Hoth. Number five, never tell me the odds in The Empire Strikes Back. Right when they were heading into that asteroid field and, oh my goodness, C-3PO, that, oh, that lovable, annoying droid yakking over Han's shoulder. Do you know what the odds are of successfully navigating an asteroid field? And Han just never tell me the odds. Perfect line for him. And after I saw Solo Star Wars Story, yes, never tell Han the odds because he's not going to listen. He's going to do it anyway. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, he'll deal with the consequences then. So number five would have to be Never Tell Me the Odds from Empire Strikes Back. Number four, the Sarlacc Pit. Han fighting basically blind at the Sarlacc Pit. And yes, I'm including him taking out Boba Fett in this moment because I'm sorry. Yes, Boba Fett seemed like he went out like a punk. But you know what? I thought it was funny at the time. Okay, I was 13, 14 years old when Return of the Jedi came out, and I still thought it was funny the way that he was blind there, swirling around with it with the with the gaffy stick, and hitting uh, Bobo in his jetpack there and sending him flying into the side of the 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 sail barge there, and then down the Sarlacc pit. I just thought it was funny, and 
Han, with all his little one-liners during that whole scene as they were being taken out to the Sarlacc pit and stuff, you know you're going to die here too, right? Just all those little one-liners he had and just that scene there, that whole scene there was, was brilliant. So that is why the Sarlacc pit would have to be my number four. Number three comes finally, finally comes from Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. The sit-down standoff. And I wonder if anyone out there is thinking, what does he mean, the sit-down standoff? The sit-down standoff with Greedo in the Moss Eisley Cantina, where Han shot first. The iconic scene of him and Greedo sitting there in that booth, John jawjacking at each other, and Han just pulling out his blaster and shooting them. Now, I was never one... I never really had a major problem with the special edition of both of them shooting. I like I like what they went back and did for the Blu-ray edition, which I don't even I don't even have the Blu-ray edition yet, um, where they both shoot at the same time. I like that a little bit better than what they originally did, but I never really had a major problem with both of them shooting. But yes. If you ask me what do I prefer, I prefer just Han shooting. Han shot first. Greedo never got a shot off. That's what I prefer, but like I said, I never made a big deal out of Greedo shooting. I just thought it was, yes, I understand some fans and their passion and stuff like that. I have passion too, but the that that if you ask me, that would always be, this will always be the one change in the special, of all the special editions that I, that I did mind that they made Greedo shoot at all. But did it bother me enough to make me yell and scream every time I, I watch it now? No, I don't yell and scream every time I watch it. Why? Because it's Star Wars. It, it's making me happy regardless. But yes, this is the one scene that if you ask, if anyone ever asked me that question, if you can go back and change one scene from the special editions of A New Hope Empire or Return of the Jedi, which would it be? It would be this one, and that would be the only one I touched because actually all the other changes I kind of like. I kind of like that they added Jabba. I kind of I, I love what they did in Empire with Cloud City. That is just beautiful, and in Return of the Jedi. All the changes there weren't major changes, in my opinion. Yes, Jabba's Palace and the song. Okay, I can get over that. It doesn't It doesn't bother me to the point where I have to fast-forward over the song. I just watch it and deal with it. But there's my little rambling rant. I know some of you don't agree with me but with the special editions, but I never really had a problem with the special editions, and that's just me. But anyway... Moment number three would be the sit-down standoff where Han shot first in A New Hope. Now, let's go on to number two. This was hard for me to pick number one and number two because oh, I could interchange these two positions so easily. But number two would be the Death Star assault in A New Hope when Han 
comes out of nowhere to take out Vader to give Luke the clear shot that he needed to blow the Death Star up. Back when I was seven, eight years old, I didn't know Han was going to come back. And when he did come back, I was so happy. I, I think if I can remember back to my seven, eight-year-old self, yes, I was cheering and clapping when I saw Han come out of that, come out of hyperspace and take out Vader. I was cheering. Love that moment. So number two, Death Star Assault in A New Hope, where Han comes back and rescues Luke. For the first time, number one, and I know some are going to say, oh, that's sappy. But for me, this is Han Solo wrapped up in a nutshell. Number one, I know from The Empire Strikes Back. When he, right before he was put in carbonite, Leia expresses her true feelings for him and says, I love you. And in classic Han fashion, what does he say back? He doesn't say, I love you back. What does he say? I know. That is just classic Han. And I love the fact that that line was improv when they filmed it and they kept it because it's perfect. I love how Harrison Ford said, Han wouldn't say that. Han would say this. And they, they, they roll with it. Why? Because at the Harrison knew, I believe Harrison knew Han, knew what kind of character traits Han had, and just saying I know was perfect, perfect, perfect. So that has to be my number one. I love you, I know, from The Empire Strikes Back. So there are my top ten favorite Han Solo moments, and they, they, they change from time to time. It all depends on what kind of mood I am. I'm in, and when I see another solo moment, I'll go, "Oh my goodness, how can I not? How can I forget that one? Or how can I forget this one?" But yes, those are my favorite top ten Han Solo moments. And some honorable mentions would be from The Force Awakens, him and Finn on Star Killer Base. That's not how the Force works. That has that's an honorable mention. Always makes me laugh when I see that. Um, another honorable mention would be in The Force Awakens when Han was getting the guns out from the Falcon after they landed on Takodana. Han's getting the guns and weapons out of his out of the little storage area there, closet, whatever you want to call it, in the Falcon. He's handing the guns to Finn, and Finn's asking him all these questions. And Han's response to him was, your, your bigger problem is women always find out the truth. Always. That's another one of my honorable mentions. And my last honorable mention would also be from The Force Awakens. His compassion he had for his son, Ben Solo, on the catwalk there right before Han lost his life. And... There was a split second there where I really do believe Kylo had a thought of just ending it right there, saying, you know what, my dad's right. Because you could, you could see the emotion in Kylo's face. You could see the emotion in Han's face. So that would be my last honorable mention, is the compassion he showed for his son there on the catwalk in The Force Awakens. 
So those are my top 10 Han Solo moments. What, what are your top 10 Han Solo moments? Please leave me a voicemail, click that link, and I'll play it on next week's show. And like I said, I got some voicemails from last week's show, so we're going to play them right here. You must contact me. Echo 3 to Echo 7. Hano, buddy, do you read me? Loud and clear, kid. Now, my first voicemail comes from... If you have a Star Wars podcast, or if you don't have a Star Wars podcast, and you listen to a lot of Star Wars podcasts, you should know this person. This person is an awesome guy. He supports a lot of podcasts. He His name is Anthony, or as everybody in the Twitterverse knows him as... Rural Farm Boy. He left me a voicemail message. He's a fellow Pennsylvanianite, whatever you want to call us. And this is what Anthony had to say. I'll do, Jeff. My name's Anthony. And you know me better than that Twitterverse. I'm a rural farm boy. Just listen to your sixth episode of your Blue Milk Cafe. And you were talking, you was asking, doing that survey, you come across the question that they was asking whether or not Leia was a Jedi. And, well, that pretty much come based out of them legend stories. And just like yourself, and they weren't for me neither. Though you you said you never went and started them, I did. I started with what I seen in '91, that heir to the empire, and I couldn't finish it because, to, just in my opinion, to me, it, it weren't Star Wars. But no, the only onlyest thing Leia's ever been is a Skywalker. She ain't never been a Jedi. Uh, let's see, what else did you get round talking to? Um. Who would I want to see make another Star Wars story? Like folks is asking about directors and such. That's not something I nearly dabble in, so I can't speak nothing to that. I just want to be told Star Wars stories. Tell me a Star Wars story. Um, what was the last thing that you were asking about? What shows would I want to see, might I want to see, when Disney Plus comes? And again, I'm not a storyteller, so I don't know how to go about saying I want to be told of this or that. I just want to be told Star Wars stories. Somebody tell me a Star Wars story because that's what they've done, what everybody's been doing for the past 42 years, no matter who it is, whether it's George or JJ or Ryan or Gareth Edwards, Ron Howard. Tell me a Star Wars story. Not for me to say what I want to be told. So I look forward to your show coming up in my playlist. And I got that Anchor app. There's our buddy over across the way over there in England, Johnny Orm, and his My Star Wars Life Debt show. Yeah, I got to sit and talk with him. If you ever want to have somebody come sit in Blue Milk Cafe and chat with you, hit me up. And I look forward to your episode 7 in my playlist. My Keystone brother, you're over there in Carlisle, I'm over here, Vandergriff, PA. 
May the force be with you, Jeff. See you on the radio. Now, my next voicemail came from another podcast, uh, another podcast that I actually just discovered not too long ago called Conversations. I think I'm saying that right. Correct? Let, let me know if I mispronounced that. I am so sorry if I did, but it's a great Star Wars podcast. You got to give them a listen. And let's hear what they had to tell me. Hey, Jeff, it's Charles from the Conversations podcast. And I just listened to your most recent episode and get a question about the midichlorians and whether or not they ruined the franchise. Well, I don't think they did. And I think that actually was a great part of adding depth to Qui-Gon's character. He believed, of course, in the prophecy and that Anakin was the chosen one. And part of that discovery was uh, for Qui-Gon to take his midichlorian count reading. But when Qui-Gon died, no one else believed in the midichlorians. Uh, and therefore, that part of the narrative just stopped with him. So it makes sense that once, the, uh, once he died, no one else talked about it because it wasn't important to anybody else. And I think it adds great depth to him because it just proved his belief in his uh, convictions and the fact that uh, he was following through uh, on what he thought was a very important part of the prophecy. So I thought it was great, and I look forward to hearing the next episode. And there we go. My first two voicemail messages. I am so happy and grateful to both Conversations and Anthony, a.k.a. Rural Farm Boy. Thank you very much. Keep, keep on listening and keep on giving me feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. I'm just doing this for the fun of it. It's a hobby of mine. I really enjoy doing it. So just let me know how I'm doing. Now let's get to my podcast shout outs for this week. This week I want to give a shout out to the Resistance Broadcast. Great Star Wars podcast right there. And join in their uh Hashtag, hashtag campaign for Make Solo 2 Happen. Let's give a shout out to the Tatooine Sons, a great Star Wars podcast. A father sitting down with his two sons talking about Star Wars. What could be better than that? And my last shout out I'm giving this week is to Kessel Run Radio and uh, Noah Outlaw. Love your show, Noah. Keep up the great work. You're one of the good ones. And let's let's all support each other. Let's go out, listen to all the Star Wars podcasts we can. And that is it for this week. I know it's a short episode. Again, I am so sorry, but just didn't have a lot to talk about this week. It's very slow news. And, hey, I guess no news is good news. Who knows? But... Until next time, order up.
for visiting the cafe. We know life is all about passions. Thank you for letting me your ear while I shared all of mine. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good.
Oh, my, my, I love yous. Mister, you's humble servant. That won't be necessary. 